0: Hello, hello, and welcome in to another edition of Between the Screens, a delightful movie, television, video game, book, uh, sometimes held nightmare books that have all kinds of crazy writings all over them, uh, <laughs> that quite literally will break your brain. I am your host, The Eddie McCabe, joined as always by Stacy Neo. How are you?
1: I am good. I am the purveyor of the such books that you are, are alluding to. Uh,
0: I just that like the, that book, it was nonsensical.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. But I mean, that's like if you've been an avid reader since a very young age, then that looks like fun. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> You're like, hey, it's it's got like it's like a puzzle. Sure. I don't know. I
0: believe in ever I believe wholeheartedly that every art can find its audience. you know yeah. and and look, there is an audience for that book. It was printed.
1: The, the, the reaction to that book is hysterical because it's either like they're both so strong. It's either strongly like that is horrible. Why would anybody ever want that? it's from the devil like you were and then the other reaction is oh my god i need this book like there's no in-between reactions
0: (laughs) yeah
1: but oh the book we're referring to by the way is um in case you don't remember or you didn't hear the episode is house of leaves which was from i don't know a while back now but we talked about it i well i showed it to ed he saw it for the first time on air if you're familiar with house of leaves then you'll understand why I wanted him to look at it on air for the first time. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That was probably like 10 or 15 episodes ago now.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. What the, it, it haunts my dreams. So it's a nightly <laughs> occurrence for me.
1: I'm sorry. Um, but,
0: but we are going to be continuing our trudge towards the black hole apocalypse that is our uh countdown through the years uh we've reached the pandemic which is the best time to be alive uh and we're talking 2021 yes uh so we're all emerging from our sweatpants laden caves uh i remember being able to go and actually like see some of these movies in the movie theaters yep masks and everything um there is a movie on this list that is one of my most disappointing movies of the 20s so far okay um, a movie that i think is super duper underrated and uh one that i think has um made the internet insufferable
1: Alrighty, well let's get those out of the way
0: <laughs> sure. they're all over the place Um, so in 2021, the big one for me that I was probably looking forward to the most, because it was supposed to be prior to the pandemic and everything shutting down, uh, was supposed to be my perfect day. It was like post, it was like the week of my birthday, uh, in March, it was like the week of my birthday and John Wick and Matrix Resurrection, were, John Wick 4, Matrix Resurrection, Matrix 4, were both supposed to come out on the same day. Mm-hmm. And I was going to spend my day at the movie theater watching Keanu Reeves, as God intended. And <laughs> and uh, Matrix mm-hmm. obviously ended up getting pushed. And then uh, John Wick got pushed uh, even later. But I was so pumped for the Matrix movie, and it was so
1: bad. Yeah. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I it didn't leave much of an impression and I have not felt the need to ever watch it again. I so.
0: I understood what they were going for. Mm-hmm. I understood like I understood what they were going for, but it was kind of like what ended up happening with the end of the original trilogy. Right? You threw too many ideas in there, so yeah. none of them were fleshed out and they were all just kind of like half
1: resolved. Well, it was kind of an FU. The Wachowskis didn't want to do it.
0: Yes, so, that was also, I mean, the movie was a big FU.
1: So yeah, it was a lot of commentary on the fact that it, that they were being forced to make this movie by the studio system. Yeah. And yeah. it and you know so the it played like that, like
0: yeah, it really did. And,
1: it, and there was definitely some meta meta commentary kind of in there about that and the ways that they could put it into the story. At one
0: point, at one point Jonathan Groff, I think, looks at um Neo and says to him point blank, "They're going to make this with or without you." Yeah, I
1: think so too. Like I do know that there was some stuff I remember there being some very blatant like um, you know, just drawn from the real situation yeah. type of deal, things going on like that. So, I mean, like which, I said, I haven't seen it since theater, so I don't don't remember it a ton, but
0: yeah. I do remember would, that. Which the unfortunate part is, is that I really loved the idea of Trinity and Neo finding each other again. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved that. I thought that that was a really great way to, like... He wills her into existence, basically. Like, I would like, I loved that as, like, mm-hmm. he kind of like wills her into existence and then they end up finding each other. Like, I really liked that. Um, I thought that Neil Patrick Harris would have been more fun. And I was just so disappointed because I love Keanu Reeves, um, as most of you know. Yes. Um, then the movie that I think is super-duper underrated is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings.
1: Yes, I do agree with that. I think it yeah. gets lumped in with the post-Infinity saga, like Marvel sucks now. Yes. And, it, and and there is a handful of of movies and shows that don't deserve to be lumped into any sort yes. of category, and that's definitely one of them.
0: Also, with the drop of Echo, uh, which spoilers, I'm going to talk about that at the end of the show— um but uh because of echo they retroactively put all the other netflix shows in canon
1: yes yes the daredevil sad. and they're all on disney plus now to watch yes yes and they are. when daredevil comes back it's going to star charlie cox yes um i believe that might also be being done by benson and Moorhead. i think so i think so god i love those guys um and and i believe that jessica jones is either in Daredevil or she's going to have, because I'm pretty sure Kristen Ritter was working on stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if she's going to be in Daredevil or if if they just haven't announced officially that Jessica Jones is coming back, but it is, or I don't know.
0: Yeah. I think with them announcing that all of them are in there, which is great because I thought she was really great. And I really liked Luke Cage. Yeah. Really liked Luke Cage. So hopefully, um, but I think that Shang-Chi is great. The bus fight, the San Mm -hmm. Francisco bus fight is a top five MCU fight sequence.
1: Oh yeah. The fights, all the fights, the fights on the scaffolding outside the club yeah. is incredible. Yep. Like yeah. the fight, all the fights in it are amazing. Um, I love when they go, I forget I need to study up because I've got trivia at the end of the month Oof, from defending yeah, my title. Um, I forget the name of the village. It's in, in my notes somewhere, Oof. but, but the mom's village when they go there and there's all the mythical creatures and stuff. I love all of that. I know some people didn't like the dragon fight and like, I don't know. I love a good dragon fight. I was all for it. (laughs) See, I
0: thought the thing that I liked about Shang-Chi is, is that it didn't rely on the mystical, mystical stuff in the beginning of the movie. So that by the time we get to the big CGI fight at the end, it feels like a big CGI fight because for the most part, we haven't really seen that up until right. that point, you know, so it was fresh. It wasn't like Iron Man flying around the whole movie, blowing stuff mm-hmm. up. And then he just flew around faster and blew up more, more stuff. stuff. The- <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like one of those situations. Threats. Yeah. And I like that so much of the movie is really about the Family dynamic yeah. and the family drama of it all. Um, and that's really what you kind of get from it. Like, yes, there are these amazing fights and all in the dragon CGI fight at the end. But then really, it's all about what's, you know, his family.
0: Yeah. And then the uh, the last one is Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I think that Spider-Man No Way Home for me is the line of demarcation for um where the fan base of the MCU has gone you know i so the way that i can equate it is back at wrestlemania 30 which was 2015 2000 something like that but it basically leading up to that the WWE had decided they were like this is what the story is going to be it's going to be dave batista versus randy orton for the title but everybody all of the entire fan base really wanted daniel bryan and so they basically were like hijacking shows to say how much they liked this guy because they wanted him to be in the main event of wrestlemania Mm -hmm. wwe ultimately caves Giving the fans like ultimate control of what they ultimately wanted, right? Um, which is like this weird catch twenty two because, on the one hand, is like yeah, you should always like aim to give your audience what you want, you know, mm-hmm.
1: I mean? like that yeah. should be the goal of you, the thing. I mean, pleasing the audience is somewhat part of the gig. You know, it's <laughs> like you can
0: murder everybody in your show but you do have to send them home happy in the end. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like game, of, like that's the problem with game of Thrones, but I don't want to digress down to that. Cause yeah. this is already a digression, um, but, <laughs> but it gave the fans this sense of entitlement that if they threw a big enough tantrum, mm-hmm. they could change the show to what they wanted it to be. Right. And that splinters off to a million other timelines that we don't have to talk about. But I think no way home kind of did the same thing a little bit because mm-hmm. it starts with, it starts with WandaVision where people are really heavily speculating and like going frame by frame oh, and yeah. really dissecting everything. And people were like disappointed when like this particular character didn't show up, or this particular thing didn't happen, right. And so I think it was disappointment. But I think when No Way Home comes out and the it's basically just fan service all the way around, right? I yeah,
1: I think I, think I that love it, it, but it is a oh. lot of fan service.
0: I really like Spider-Man No Way Home. I think mm-hmm. Spider-Man No Way Home is a great movie. I really like the MCU Spider-Man. He's very different. Pe- he's very different Peter Parker from the other two Peter Parkers in this movie, mm-hmm. as well as his comic book counterpart, you know. Um, but I think that Spider-Man No Way Home and the fan service that that movie provided really gave the fans this license to be hyper critical about stuff. Yeah. And- and this is where we've started to see the, like, Marvel doesn't know what they're doing anymore. And yeah. it's like, it's Marvel doesn't know what they're doing anymore, because after this, we get Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and the entirety of the X-Men didn't come to save the day while high-fiving, uh, you know— Tom Cruise <laughs> as Tony Stark and you know what I mean? And, yeah. No, and,
1: people ruin movies with their own expectations for sure. Yeah. And I think that
0: unfortunately for the MCU, I, th- I think that this is where it um, all stems back to, at least for mm-hmm. me, because, you know, from that point on, that's where I can, that's where I start to think of like, oh, people were like hyped about Spider-Man and then with Doctor Strange, they didn't get the fan service movie that they wanted. Right. And now there's active hate towards it because the other MCU movie that's um that was out this year was Black Widow, which I think if you look at if you watch Black Widow uh, in timeline order, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yes. Chronological. I mean, yes. Yes,
0: yeah, you watch it in chronological order and this movie comes out after, you watch this movie after Captain America Civil War, th- mm-hmm. this is a really good movie.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah, like, definitely. Think,
0: this movie's really good. The only reason people don't like Black Widow is, and spoiler for MCU stuff that you should definitely know by now, but it's like, um, you know how she dies. So this yeah. movie doesn't mean much.
1: I think they were disappointed in the identity of the task Master in actual of the use There's of there. the taskmaster as well like I'm
0: disappointed in
1: that yeah the use of uh, ta- task taskmaster could have been used better but damn I don't care because you gave me Yelena and her love of vests and yeah. I will treasure her always oh <laughs> so, she's
0: delightful I love her she's so much. absolutely delightful um and then just some other fun movies that I think a great representation of a legacy sequel is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm -hmm. Ghostbusters Afterlife is fantastic. It's set in the exact same world. The characters are loosely tied to, but not anchored by the original cast. Uh, There is enough fan service in there so that fans of the property see something they recognize while being very accessible to a new generation. I really liked it. I thought it was really fun and really interesting. And it kind of is the opposite but equal type of movie that I'm talking about when I talk about how prequel films should be structured right. because right. it's the same thing. Like Dan Aykroyd isn't a main character in this movie, you know, right. Ghostbusters Afterlife. And that's a good thing. Bill well, Murray in the,
1: in the in the um the mother of the children is the daughter of Ivan Reitman's yes. character. With Spangler? Is it Spangler? Which Spangler? one does he play? Yeah, I
0: think so. I don't
1: remember which one, who plays who. But, yeah. um, yeah, so it's, and because he's deceased in the movie, as well as in real life, Yeah. it's not, we're not like, why isn't he there? Where should he be? And, and, yeah. and so it's not weird that we're not seeing all the old Ghostbusters, because, you know, he's lives out in this farm, right. secluded, and, like, they work it in such a way that it makes sense narratively yeah and is still connecting us and they were geniuses who put paul rudd in their movie yeah, so
0: right you know always a top top tier decision
1: right um yeah it's a very delightful film i like it a lot
0: yeah uh free guy very very fun jungle cruise the mortal Kombat movie tick tick boom uh Gunpowder Milkshake. I don't know if you ever watched that.
1: Oh, I watched Gunpowder Milkshake and I can just say best library in all of cinema. Yeah. Like Oh, it's so oh good. my god. That's all I cared about. I was like I don't even know what's going on the rest of this movie. Can we just stay in this library, please?
0: Uh we have Without Remorse a um Oh god, Creed. I can't remember the actor's name. Um Oh,
1: Scott St- Oh, Killmonger. Oh. Oh, 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 um, Michael B. Jordan.
0: Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Uh, another example for of uh, for by without remorse. Uh, another movie where he's fantastic and the movie is just garbage around him.
1: You said Creed, and I thought with arms wide open. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: <wow. laughs>
1: I did uh, not go to boxing. No. My brain did not go there. Oh, uh, then
0: Godzilla versus Kong. Yes. Uh, a little like independent sort of situation. It's a, a haunted house movie. It's called Escape the Undertaker,
1: and okay. yes,
0: that Undertaker and it's uh, the
1: Undertaker. It's the
0: Undertaker
1: Undert- and right.
0: uh, the New Day. They have a they have a fun short film that's uh that's really fun to watch. Uh, Encanto, which Loved is Encanto. beautiful, beautiful movie. Yes. Um, the big thing, there are two other, or three other movies. Uh, one is Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you ever see that?
1: Yeah, I saw that. Um, that was the straight to Netflix, Zack Snyder, Snyder. Um, Zombieverse, yeah. whatever you want to call them. I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I I so. never rewatched it. It wasn't, like, great, but it, I thought it was a good, it was a fun watch.
0: The frustrating part about that one was he he introduces... Robot zombies in the, like, last 10 minutes the of this end. movie. Yeah.
1: It's like, dude, And it's like what a heist movie. It? Yeah. trying to be Ocean's Eleven and a zombie movie at the same time. I appreciated like, it. Ocean's Eleven with zombies. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I,
0: I liked that part. That part was yeah. fine. No,
1: I'm not saying uh, it was bad, but again, it's a lot this, to chew. It's a lot to bite off.
0: Right. Again, this is one of those things where, again, I look at Zack Snyder and I go, Oh, like we should be friends. Yeah. Like I like I like the way that you approach making movies. Mm-hmm. I in theory love every movie that like when you announce the movie you're doing, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm on board. I'm I'm in. Like I'm sign me up. And then uh they're never good. Yeah. Which is really Unfortunately. Sad. uh he also released the Justice League, the Snyder Cut was released. Yes. And that yes. was bad.
1: Oh, you think? Oh, I liked I it. it. I liked I the Snyder it. Cut. I definitely liked it better than the original Justice yeah. League. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I enjoyed the Snyder Cut, but you know, I don't hate really any of I mean, I don't I, I just, there's none of those movies that I hate anyway. I mean, there's definitely ones that I like less and that I think are not necessarily great movies, but usually I can watch them all.
0: Yeah. Uh, I have one more movie but I think you're going to mention it, so what do you have?
1: Okay, so I have a lot of what you just said, so I'm not gonna rattle them all off again, Carly. Just I have them too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there it is.
1: Um, one um MCU movie that you skipped over, maybe on purpose. <laughs> I don't know. It's not very popular, but I like it. Uh, The Eternals.
0: I hated The Eternals.
1: I figured. Um, I my
0: liked... issue, my issue with The Eternals was that Falcon and the Winter Soldier needed to be a movie and yep. Eternals needed to be a Disney yeah, plus show. Yeah,
1: we've talked I, about that.
0: Yeah, every single member of the Eternals should have had their own episode mm-hmm. leading to that finale.
1: It definitely should have had a better way of introducing such a big concept and such a big team. Yes. It, trying to do it all in one movie was a lot. Yeah. Um, and I do wonder... If any, I mean, I get, like, the whole idea that with everything that's gone on in the world, like, a big, you know, ocean god hand in the middle of the Indian Ocean is yeah. not a big deal. But I don't know. It seems weird for it to never, ever come up it's again. It's never <laughs>
0: been brought up.
1: Um, but other than I that. Think it was
0: on the, I think it was on TV in the background of She-Hulk. Oh, maybe. Like, I think that that's the most time it's gotten.
1: Really? Um, well, that's more than I thought it got, so that wouldn't be bad.
0: But Because um, yeah. which movies have we had since then? We haven't had any Earth-based movies, right? Because Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Thor, Love and Thunder.
1: Well, Doctor Strange was part was pretty Earth-based. That came out... No, wait, Eternals was in the fall. Eternals yeah. and Shang-Chi came out close together, I think.
0: Yeah, Shang-Chi, I yeah. believe, came out first, but... I would I'm okay with any movies coming out in 2021. Like even uh, Doctor Strange. Yes, it's Earth based, but it uh, is also dealing with multiple realities.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so they're not in our realities. Did Doctor Strange
1: come out in 2021 or 2022? I don't have it on my
0: 2022.
1: Oh, okay, that's what I thought because I don't, I don't know why we were talking. I was, I'm confused. I'm lumping. I'm basically. You're lumping lumping them in 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 the MCU conversation. Yeah, I get it. Okay. I'm okay uh,
0: with I'm okay with this bundle, this bundle of movies, this bundle being um, Shang Chi, The Eternals, Spider Man No Way Home, and Multiverse of Madness. They're all lumped together as like one clump, and uh-huh. then Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Forward is right. all
1: okay. is gotcha. all
0: other is all different stuff. I uh-huh. think it might have been mentioned in Black Panther. Now that I think about it, because they might have talked about it in relation to Namor. Yeah, causing, I think
1: you're right. I think you're right.
0: But but again, it's a passing mention. It's not yeah. it's not anything consequential.
1: Um, so there's the Eternals. Um, we had two Matt Damon movies that were largely overlooked by audiences. Um. One was okay. The other one was actually pretty good. And that's Stillwater and The Last Duel.
0: Yeah, The Last Duel is um, on my list as well.
1: Yeah, that's the uh, Ridley Scott, men, Matt and Ben co-wrote it with um, another a female writer who wrote the female. If, if you haven't seen it, it's told in three different perspectives. And one of those perspectives is female. And there was a female writer that yeah. um, was on board with that. Yeah, um, I
0: loved it. It was very much like um, Rashomon, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is, that the, is that the right Akira Kurosawa movie I'm thinking of? I'm not sure. I don't, I'm don't.
1: i not as familiar.
0: So there's an Akira Kurosawa movie, and I want to say it's Rashomon, um, where it's the same deal, where it's a person on trial and they are basically recounting the events over and over again, but it's from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. It felt very much like that. Uh, it's about a duel between two former friends, and one of their wives says that the other one sexually assaulted them, so they mm-hmm. must fight to the death. And then it's like from each man's perspective, and then the woman's perspective.
1: Oh, so it's very similar. It's like yeah. The same idea oh, completely. Oh no, that's
0: what that's what the last duel is.
1: Oh. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's The Last Duelist. Okay, I thought you were saying that's what the other movie was, and I was like, oh, so... Oh, no, okay. but it's first
0: very similar, where it's a man is on trial, and it's from the perspective of a couple of people. At one point, the ghost, like, the ghost of the woman testifies. Like, it's weird. It's, a, it's... Oh,
1: yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, You mentioned the um, free guy. Yeah. And I just want to touch on, I love free guy so much. I can't tell you how much how happy i was in the theater watching this movie like yeah. it just it just made me smile from beginning to end i am, you know i i love all the deadpool wisecracking ryan reynolds that we get but really i love him when he plays naive yeah when he plays kind of like just just kind of like a babe thrown out to the world sure. and and I just love that, yeah, um,
0: just a handsome, lovable idiot,
1: yeah, I mean, not even an idiot just just doesn't know he's just naive, and he's just um he's kind of the same way in that dark comedy I've mentioned before the voices when he has mental illness in that one, but he's got the same kind of like way of delivering lines and stuff in it that I always really like, um but yeah, i love I love that movie, um. Let's see, you mentioned a bunch of those. Dune, which is um uh, Dune yeah, Two, we get to Oh, really? Yeah, I the really only like Dune. On list. I right. have it on
0: Blu-ray. It's like sitting on my shelf next to me.
1: <laughs> well, you should just watch it before two comes out and then see two. Yeah, that's a play. Right. Um then we have the Kingsman, Last Night in Soho, The Green Knight. Um you said we good. talked about Black Woo. Green Knight was good. It was very trippy and wonderful. I really liked it a lot. Um yeah. I need to give it a rewatch. It's been a while. Um The Black Phone, Nightmare Alley which I didn't like as much as I wanted to, yeah. but I think I might like more in rewatch, but I didn't I didn't I don't love Bradley Cooper. Like, this is the thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. You just um, do like the actor Bradley Cooper? Like, I don't... It's not even that I dislike him, like, as a person. Like, I don't... I, it's not a personal just, vendetta? Sure. No, it's not even... Like, I don't think, like, oh, I don't like Bradley Cooper. He's in this new movie. But at the same time, I go, oh, this is a Bradley Cooper movie. Well, maybe I'll see it anyway. There's always an anyway in my head. Sure. So, like... Like so, I can't think yeah, of who it is, but there's definitely
0: I have actors like that.
1: I have actors yeah, like that. And there's no reason for it. I don't think he's a bad actor. I yeah. don't, you know, there. I just, I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, Adam. Um, like,
0: the reason why people get put in movies is so that you would go see the movie, and he is one right. of the actors that does not move the needle.
1: No. Um. Timothy Show So there's a movie called. The... Like that for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Um. A movie called The Fallout that was I think I think it went straight to I want to say HBO Max okay. um and it was Jenna Ortega and Maddie from Dance Moms but she's really she's good in it or maybe it was somebody else from Dance Moms it was a dance somebody who's famous as like a reality dancer um and it and it's about how it, it takes place after a school shooting Oh and it's oh. about them dealing with the PTSD yeah. of the school shooting I've to see it, and and see it. it's really good not enough people saw it like at all it totally fell through the cracks but it is a really good movie um it's it'll rip your heart out a bit but that's never bad for me um tick tick boom you mentioned that is great i, oh, I really have
0: won best actor only because he was like the nvp of acting that year
1: well so there's another movie on my list where he's amazing. And that's yeah. the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Yes. He was fantastic in the Tammy Faye Baker movie. Um the Eyes of Tammy Faye who played was it Jessica Chastain? Who played Tammy Faye? Hubert was she was phenomenal, but right. uh and kind of overshadowed him in the in the starring role. But he was great in that too. So yeah, yeah he was definitely you know, the MVP. But it's year. just
0: like you have three solid performances because it was that one. I don't want to say he was in like one or two other movies, but those well,
1: Spider Man No Way Home. Yep. He was every he was a standout, and then yeah, Tick Tick Boom. He was fantastic, and then Eyes of Tammy Faye. He was yeah. also fantastic, and they were yeah. three very different types of movies.
0: Right, so it's like uh, I feel like he should have won. He like he also deserved it for Tick Tick Boom, but I think he yes. should have definitely won it just because he felt like the MVP of male acting that year. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Agree. Like, like it's like, yep. you, here's the thing: you do deserve it for this role. Like, don't discount oh, that. If
1: anybody doesn't know, I don't think we actually said we're talking about Andrew Garfield. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, yes. Actually, yeah. If anyone yeah. hasn't seen Tick, Tick, Boom, it has no idea who we're talking about. We're was talking Toby about McGuire Andrew Garfield. And, was Toby Maguire? Yeah, Tick, right. Tick, um, yeah, he was definitely. And this is a movie that this is a year that two Matt Damon movies come out, and I will I still say that Andrew Garfield was the MVP that year. Um, so there's another straight to Netflix movie that I really, really liked that didn't get the attention it deserved, The Harder They Fall, which is a a Western um, with a stellar cast. And I'm not a huge Western fan, but it is one that kept me engrossed the whole time. And it's fantastic. It stars Idris Alba. I think it's, it might, and it's not an all black cast, I don't think, but most of the main roles are. And it's, right. like, kind of a different perspective on the whole Western storytelling thing. Sure. Um, and that is great. Uh, Mitchell's Versus the Machines was a Netflix animated film about AI taking over and a family's dealing with that. And that was fantastic. Me and my son both really enjoyed that. I um, also want to say, like, is, the
0: daughter was, like, a neurodivergent oh, or something.
1: Yes, I think so. Well, she was a big film fan. I think she she... I don't know if they came out and said that she was a lesbian or if it was implied or she was like figuring out if she was a, but there was definitely that factor to her too. Yeah. I think she was figuring that out. Um, Spencer was the excellent Kristen Stewart performance of, as Diana. Um, we had the remake of Candyman, which was way better than expected. We had the Fear Street trilogy of movies that all oh, dropped. Yeah. That year, that were really an interesting, different way to tell a slasher film story. They actually kind of went backwards. Um, those movies, I already talked about The Eyes of Tammy Faye. There's a lot this year, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Snow Home, Green Eyed Guy. Um a the The escape, escape Room sequel, I really enjoyed. Black Phone, I don't know if I said Black Phone already. Yeah. I really enjoyed... Um, The tragedy of Macbeth, which I think was straight to Apple TV, and it was Denzel Washington as Macbeth, and it is like amazing and how interesting they make it look, but also how stark. It's black and white, and the cinematography. Right? No, it's not. But the cinematography, it could be like. It, honestly yeah. maybe it, maybe parts of it are but the cinematography
0: it, it, is this the one where design, they use the di- like the digital backdrop I'm, i don't, uh, I might don't
1: know i might also just I be remember, thinking of a
0: play production of Macbeth. i
1: it's one of um i did review it on letterbox right after watching it because i just had so many things i wanted to rave about in the movie um The performances, there's only one witch, but she still plays three witches, kind of. Her performance is fantastic. I don't know the actress's name. Um, But yeah, the the tragedy of Macbeth is a really great telling of that story. Um, There's a little movie that went unnoticed called After Yang, which has Colin Farrell. And it's about um, a family dealing with the loss of their A.I., Um, like robot guy like they have like an ai robot person and he's like a caretaker slash does things for the family and and um he dies sort of you know and so they yeah i don't remember exactly how he dies but he's he's no longer with them and um it's about that and it's really good and then i have a few oh Malcolm and Marie is another Netflix had a lot of good yeah. Netflix movies this year. Malcolm and Marie is um Zendaya and I think it's John David Washington and it's just them. It all takes place after some award show. They come back to their like house and it's all in in a, like it's all in real time and it's basically them talking and arguing and making up, but it's done really really well and the performances are fantastic. Um so, a couple of things that I loved, though, that I've talked about. Barb and Star, Go to Vista Del Mar. Okay. Is a really, really fun female friendship comedy. Uh, in in the lane, in the same lane, kind of, as Romy and Michelle, but in, in midlife. It's like okay. the middle-aged Romy and Michelle. And Jamie Dornan sings a, a song that I just love in it. Um, it. It's a very silly movie. And then there is pig okay pig is the Nicolas cage movie that nobody sees that everybody should pig is so good like it i don't know it has no right to be good it's about this guy who lives in the woods and he sells he sells truffles um that's how he survives and somebody steals his truffle pig and he's going to find his pig um but it's ridiculously good and you find out all kinds of stuff along the way but um, and Coda, which won Best Picture of the yeah. year, and was my favorite movie of the year. It stands for Child of Deaf. Wait, it's Child of Deaf Adults. I never know because that doesn't yes. make sense to me because obviously you'd be an, a child of an adult. But anyway. So um, it's like a,
0: it's like a thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I know. So that movie, um, just hit all the right. It's funny. It's sweet. It it makes me cry in good ways. I just absolutely adore Coda. Um, I made my whole family watch it one year on like Christmas or Thanksgiving or something. I don't know. But everybody liked it. Um, I think it deserved Best Picture. A lot of people didn't because either they hadn't seen it because they didn't have Apple TV. Or they just thought it was too much of a feel-good movie to sure. deserve Best Picture. Um, but I thought it deserved it. I loved it. I think that's it for me. Oh nope. There's one more. A weird, weird, weird French movie where a girl has sex with a car and has a transformer baby. It's called Titane. (laughs) And she murders some people. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. If you want to see that, it's I just remember watching it going. Is she really is she gonna with the car? Like And she does. Yeah, it's weird. And she does, and then she goes crazy. Um so yeah, *Titan* is an interesting movie, and what? that is it. That closed Oh, *The Suicide Squad* came out, but we did not talk about it. Um, and I, and everything else you already mentioned. So I'm yeah. good. Sorry, I talked a lot about a lot. What about
0: what about TV?
1: <laughs> TV? Um, well, *What If* started apparently. That's what it told me. I didn't realize it was that same year. But we also had an animation *Invincible*. Yeah. Um. Only murderers in the building, or murders, it's only, I always say only murderers in the building, it's only murders in the building. Here's the thing, I don't Um, watch the show, and I say that too. Yeah, it's weird, and it's, I don't know why I say that, because the show is the title of their podcast on the show, Yeah. and the deal is they only talk about murders that happen in their building, so, like, it's, I don't know why I always do that, but, um. That is a really fun show. White Lotus started this year. Loki, uh, Reservation Dogs, which is a a Taika Waititi show about um, teenagers growing up at Indian Reservation. Hacks, um, a show called Tiny Pretty Things, which is about a ballet school and um, someone falls off of a roof in the beginning and we don't know if it's murder or not. And then so it's got murder and ballet, two of my favorite things, well, Mm -hmm. dancing, not deli specifically but but we got the murder mystery and we got dancing so i was here for it um that's tiny pretty things and then a couple of my favorite shows of the last few years the first one being animated and that's arcane um i loved arcane so much i can't wait is arcane the
0: the critical role thing
1: league of no it's the League league of legends um, I never watched League of Legends. I didn't even know until after I had watched the show that it was based on some video games. So like, yeah, if well, anyone the out there like, that was kind of, of cool. the world. Yeah, I didn't even know anything about it. Yeah. But the I show is so good. Um, The show's about these sisters. And it's a really great show. And I can't wait for season two to come out. And I will be rewatch. I've been dying to rewatch season one, but I've been making myself wait because I know I'm going to want to rewatch it right before season two. Um, so that came out and a little show called Yellow Jackets that some people might know that I like. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I love this show so much. Yellow Jackets is so great. If you haven't watched Yellow Jackets, find somebody who has Showtime or Paramount Plus with Showtime or whatever. Just do whatever you got to do. Just do it. Just figure it out and watch Yellow Jackets. All right, people? because yeah. you should do that
0: yeah um, and i'm people you're people did you start
1: that. it like when showtime went to paramount plus oh I no i did saw it. it i added
0: it i added it i haven't started it yet oh
1: so i guess like i'm known for liking it because i got a yellow jackets birthday card and i got a yellow jacket shirt for christmas so, from different people <laughs> that's really funny um, yeah so i i do i love my yellow jackets um and if anyone doesn't know, if they haven't heard me talk about it, it's about a girls' soccer team in the 90s that crashes in the woods. Things get real weird real quick. Um, we see some of the survivors in their in their 40s now in current times and how they deal with stuff now and um, what things are coming back to bite them in the ass. So it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I, of I need to start it. Um, weird is that shit? it?
1: That's
0: it. I think so. so. I only got three shows that you didn't mention. Uh, One is the um, live action remake of Cowboy Bebop. I love Cowboy Bebop. Uh It's an anime. Uh, It was on Adult Swim for a while. It's really, really good. And the show does a great job as far as the live action. Star Wars Visions uh, came Mm -hmm. out, which was a Disney Plus show that was just like fun, animated takes in all kinds of different styles. Uh, that just yeah,
1: kind of I've seen a sh- little of that actually.
0: Yeah, they're, so, it, they're great. There's this one that's like, if the, Je- like, the Jedi Order had to have been like a hundred years old, you know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. were like in their infancy, and it was like very Japanese samurai inspired, which mm-hmm. you know is a my jam. Yes. Uh, and then finally, a show called Ghosts. It is the American yes. remake of Ghosts. Yes which is really important to me because one of my really good friends is on that show. Uh, Richie Moriarty, he plays Pete, the scoutmaster on Ghost.
1: Ghost is fantastic. I didn't mention it because I knew you would. So yeah. I was like, I will let Ed talk about Ghost, but it is really great. I really like the British and the American versions of Ghost. Yeah,
0: I love the entire cast of the the American show. They're all so great. They complement each other so so well. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And so that's it. Uh, any books?
1: So it, it this is a weird year for me, I guess, because sure. I did have a couple books. But so normally the way I get the books on my list is I go to like Goodreads top 200 of that year. Yeah. Right. And a lot of times I miss stuff because a lot of times what I like is not in the most popular top 200 books. I find and read weird stuff like I find and watch weird movies. Um. But usually there's a decent amount. So I did that and got very little. So I started looking through other things and got very little. And what I found was, I don't know why, but not a lot of books I read came out in 2021. But 2022 is going to be stacked just so you're <laughs> um, But there was a couple. One of them is called um, The Final Girl Support Group, which is just what it sounds like. It's a, it's a book about these girls who all survived uh, an, an attack, a, an a, attempted murder where all their friends died and they have a support group of them. Um, And people start, someone starts picking off the final girls. Sure. So um, another one called Survive the Night. And then a book called The Every, which is a sequel to The Circle, which I haven't seen the movie. I think that people don't like the movie with Tom Hanks and Emma, um, Emma Hermione. Emma Watson, Watson. but, um, but the book is really good and the every was a good follow-up and it has an interesting ending. I will say that. And then one book in a series that I read was the Inheritance games book two, but that's it for books. Like I, this must be the smallest book list I've ever had. I couldn't, I can't, Oh wait, no, there is one more, but it's a sequel, but I didn't mention the original. Oh, where'd you go? There you are. Am I still, are we still good? Yeah, we're still good. Okay, for some reason something popped up and I was trying to get rid of it and then I got rid of you. All right, so the book I didn't know came out, I don't think I mentioned last week for 2020 is called, a Decl- I have to like the these titles, I can never remember their exact titles, A Declaration of the Rights of Magicians. And it's a book that takes place in Britain, late 17 to early 1800s, and it's, very um historical fiction it's a lot of the politics of the time the slave trade um but it's there's magicians and they're kind of second-class citizens they have to wear bracelets to repress their powers because god knows they're scary they can overrule you if you let the magicians have their powers so this was a really great book that i read and then it has a sequel which is what came out in 2021. And that is A Radical Act of Free Magic. And this one we get into Napoleon and the war and um, magicians helping out with that. Magicians in the war. And, um, yeah, if you like historical fiction and you like magic, I highly recommend these books. Highly. Um, but, yeah, so that's it for books.
0: Okay. I don't have any books. But I only have a couple of games. We got a re-release of Brilliant Diamond. In Shining Pearl, which are the remakes of Pearl and Diamond, the Pokemon games, uh, for the mm-hmm. Switch, which is really fun. And then just a fun anecdote. Uh, this is uh, Madden 22 uh, came out in 2021 because that's how they do things. And yep. this is the second appearance of Tom Brady on the cover.
1: Oh, Nice.
0: Tom Brady was on the cover twice. They did a really stupid sure. thing where they're like, "It's 22, so let's have two up, goats on, on the cover." Okay, there we go.
1: And
0: yeah. So they had uh, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, which I think is really uh, premature, but that's not a here. But <laughs> they are at the moment. So do you have? Do you have any games that you played in 22?
1: I do have a a couple as well. Um, so I did it, Alan Wake Remastered is the version I actually played and apparently that came out in 2021 but I won't go into the game because I've done that already. Um and then the Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy PlayStation yes. 5 game yes. came out and I have that and I did play it a bit. Um it didn't it didn't really pull me in and make me keep playing but it looks beautiful. Like yeah. it was like the first game I tried to play on the PS5 and the colors and everything just looked Fantastic, and it the gameplay wasn't bad. It just there was nothing I, yes. I cared enough about that kept me coming back to it.
0: It was also the first game that I bought with my PlayStation, uh, PlayStation oh. 5, and I agree. I played a little bit of it, and I never picked it back up.
1: Yeah, and there's no real so, reason. There was nothing bad no. about it. It just there was nothing great about it either. I guess.
0: Yeah. So all right, I guess that's 2021.
1: That's 2021.
0: And so let's talk about what you're excited to watch or read. What do you well, got going did, on? Oh, what did you, we, what did you watch? I yeah, watched
1: a bunch of stuff actually. Oh, geez, did you yeah. watch anything?
0: No, um, my life is not my own at the moment. Um, no, I've been very isn't. busy. I've been very busy doing uh, theater stuff, uh, mm-hmm. which which has been very, very fun. We also had our last like trolley tour um, of the season uh for the Boston Comedy Trolley Tour. And then we've been prepping, uh, it will have already have happened, but we like had an award show. I don't know. Mm -hmm. One of our sub businesses like put in a like created a like a Boston Comedy Awards. Oh fun. And so we for like stand up comedians and stuff in Mm -hmm. the area. And We have uh, that award show, and so that has been a lot of my time is prepping that award show with all the fun graphics and videos and packages and, and whatnot. So that's what I've been doing, and then I've just been watching the same nonsense that I've been watching because there's a billion episodes of those things. Right,
1: right. And it's easy to throw on too. So you, but you did watch. If you just watched it live and in person, and none of us can watch it, yeah, but that's okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I watched. You were of, I watched a bunch of stand-up comics do stuff. Uh, you know, and I guess right. I can talk about it. I can talk about it, I guess, because you might want to do it because well, we're done for the season. But um, we're the Massholes Comedy Trolley Tour, mm-hmm. and so we are. Um, we basically get you on a trolley. It's BYOB and you can we ride around boston and comedians make fun of history and make fun of you that's Fine. you know so those we'll be opening really, those, those back really- up april 1st when the weather gets okay. nice
1: very nice so i watched a, i watched some stuff actually i didn't watch a ton of stuff that was that was a um an exaggeration But I did randomly watch Gran Turismo on Netflix, the the true story thing. It was surprisingly good. Like, I was very surprised by how much I liked it. I do not like how Orlando Bloom says Nissan in the movie, which maybe he's saying it right and I say it wrong, but it drove me crazy. And I was like, you're almost negating your cool sexiness from Legolas and Will Turner right now, Orlando Bloom. Just stop saying the goddamn word. Um, But he says it like (laughs) Nissan or something. Yeah, yeah, sure. It it, it made me nuts. Um, And I'm sure if he was saying it wrong, someone would have probably corrected him. So maybe that's just how it's supposed to be said and we say it wrong in the US of A. Um, but other than hating how he said that and it driving me crazy, the movie was a lot of fun. I love David Harbour. I looked up the real story afterwards and it is surprisingly pretty on track with yeah. the real story. Um, and it was interesting and I guess I like racing movies. Like I'm never interested in seeing them, but I can't think of a single racing movie I didn't really, really enjoy. Sure. So, so I guess I like those. Um, and it had really good pacing as well Gran Turismo and know it did not feel its length at all um I finally started a show I've mentioned wanting to watch a few times and then I finished that show because I couldn't stop watching it and that was called School Spirits okay um it is a show about a girl who was murdered in her high school and so she shows up and she meets a bunch of other ghosts who have died in the school mostly you know when they were teenagers at different different times and um they all know how they died like they all remember their death and she doesn't so they're trying to figure out who murdered her and then like the living people are trying to figure out if she's they don't even know she was murdered they just know she's missing and there was a lot of blood um so that was a really interesting show and there'll be a season two of it it's actually a paramount plus show too i guess which i didn't know but um so school spirits was a lot of fun i finally started monarch that godzilla show and oh my god am i hooked on monarch oh is it good um it's so good it's called monarch legacy of monsters and um it is really really good i am on episode eight and i almost watched episode eight today but but episode 10 is the finale and it comes out friday and i'm like i i can't just watch eight like it's not gonna happen I can watch 8 and 9, but I'm not going to just watch 8. So I just didn't do it. But it's is—it's really good. It's all about that group Monarch that you see in the Godzilla movies. It takes place after Godzilla 2014 movie. And um, half of it takes place in the 50s when they're kind of founding Monarch and just finding out Godzilla exists and everything. And then half takes place right after the... 2014 Godzilla attack. Okay. Um in the movie. So it's interesting how they do that and it's really really good. Um I rewatched Barbie. I watched more Percy Jackson. Um I watched that movie Leave the World Behind I've been mentioning for weeks. That was not what I expected, but not necessarily in a bad way. Um I tweeted about it being a little girl's quest to see the Friends finale which sign kind of kind of is that's in there but yeah it's interesting it's an interesting apocalyptic sort of movie but very small scale like focused in in a in one house like for the most part and and so not it's not big like you expect from an apocalypse movie Sure. sure um but the but yeah julie julia roberts and ethan Hawke star in it and they're both great um and then I played some of our Crisis Core. Ooh. Um, me and Cole played actually, and he you. Just really sure and started the Twitch channel. I, I, we did. Well, we didn't start the Twitch channel, but we might do that when Final Fantasy seven Rebirth comes out. You should. So, um, but yeah, he liked the idea, and then I watched the Golden Globes.
0: Oh great, yeah, poor Joe Coy. What what yeah. a shitty situation you're in. Um, right. You know, because like, here's the thing: those jokes are not funny. Like, I, like they were so they were so not funny. They were the lowest hanging fruit. He's better than that. And it's mm-hmm. weird because I could I'm I am a very big Joe Coy stand up fan. Like, I'm a fan mm-hmm. of his stand up, and it's it was really annoying watching his monologue because it was like, oh, I can hear the I can hear the difference in the voices that are the jokes you wrote for yourself and the jokes that somebody else wrote trying to be in your comedic voice. Yeah. And it's like, it really led to a very awkward situation.
1: I didn't think he was, I mean, I did think there was a bit of awkwardness, especially when he was talking about how he didn't write all the jokes, but I, I thought there was some funny ones. Like I, I laughed. I don't know. I didn't think he was as horrible as everyone is saying. Oh,
0: I think that everybody's overreacting as well. Um, I I do think that as well, but it's also like, man, you guys really, really shot him in the leg because like they only found him to host the show 10 days before which is awful you know what i mean oh, like oh, that
1: it was 18 days but maybe it was 10 i don't know for sure it, i don't know where i got way. 18 from such a random note but it's still not enough like that's, that's still, not enough yeah no, no usually they know like enough. months and months in advance who's hosting um yeah. but other than th- the host situation i was pretty happy with the winners for the most part yeah. um a lot of the stuff Nominated I hadn't seen, but the winners came mostly from things I had seen. So that was good. <laughs> I'm pretty
0: excited. I should be getting the information for the SAG Awards soon. Oh, nice. Um, nice. They're going completely digital. So when I get what were screeners and, like, where to watch them, maybe we'll you and I can just do a watch party for the ones you haven't seen.
1: That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. There's a lot I haven't seen.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: that's kind of what becomes my focus this time of year sure. is, is how to all find the- all of the those movies. Find this stuff
0: yeah. yeah uh there was one more thing that i started watching because so i thought it was the second season turns out it's the third season but i watch uh college humors dimension 20 which is their dungeons and dragons show oh okay uh, they have a thing you might like it i give it a go it's on youtube at least the first season it's called fantasy high and the best way to describe it is, is if it's, uh, it's if John Hughes wrote a uh, high fantasy. So it, like okay. So like it takes place in like Middletown America during mm-hmm. the like 1980s ish, and <laughs> and uh, but every like everybody's you know mythical creatures.
1: Yeah, and, that sounds
0: fun. And it's really good. The people that play it play so well together, and so I got hooked and I loved. The first season of Fantasy High was so good. And then I never watched um, the second season because it was behind their paywall. They have a thing thing called Dropout TV, which is their Mm -hmm. own subscription service or whatever. And so I um, never got that. But then they just announced that season three is coming out this month. It might already be out, but season three is coming out, and I'm like, oh well, I gotta catch up. So I watched the first season of Fantasy High as well.
1: Nice, that sounds what, fun. But I don't, <coughs> I don't, don't like the idea of starting a show that I know then I'm gonna have to either pay for or can't finish. <laughs> that's always tough.
0: Yeah, of course. But yeah, so that's it. Um, anything you're looking forward to before we get on out of here?
1: Yeah. So um, I Echo all dropped today. No, yesterday today's Wednesday the 10th when we're recording this it all dropped yesterday the 9th I have not watched it yet um I'm looking forward to checking it out um there's a movie that's coming out on Hulu this week called self-reliance that I don't know very much about I just know that uh, Jake Johnson stars and I think might have wrote, wrote written the movie and Anna Kendrick is also in it um and yeah, that is enough for me. Yeah. And um Killers of the Flower Moon is going coming to Apple TV, so I may check that out if I think I can do like a 3-hour drama. Sure. And Sometimes all my you current just can't. shows, huh? Sometimes, Sometimes you, can't, you just right. can't. Sometimes you can't. Um and all the current, you know, all the shows I've been watching obviously and the Emmy awards, which you know, my love of TV I want I I get invested. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I like the Emmys more. The Golden Globes are obviously my least uh, favorite.
1: Yeah, one <laughs> cares. The
0: shows, no one cares about the Golden Globes.
1: Well, it's also the Hollywood Foreign Press, which is weird. Well, it's not anymore because yeah. of all the scandal. But I don't know who it is now. I don't know who it is. <laughs> just and random people
0: voting on the Globes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to. I got to watch for more Percy Jackson. More Percy Jackson. I'm gonna watch Echo uh i am also going to continue one piece and doctor who because mm-hmm. that's what i'm going on i gotta i gotta finish season two of fantasy high i'm definitely not going to get all of this done by the uh, next week um, but right. then hey. uh but then i am also going to see a broadway show this weekend
1: oh fun what are you seeing
0: i am going to see hadestown
1: what is that
0: so Hades Town, I'm going to pull it up because everybody's like what the hell's Hades Town? Hades Town originated in Massachusetts and then found its way to Broadway
1: okay. and
0: um I am trying to yeah. Uh so it is the Greek myth of Orpheus and Eurydice. I I okay. know that. But basically uh it is a person that has to go to the underworld to retrieve his girlfriend and then bring yeah, her back.
1: Yeah, that age old story
0: yeah that (laughs) age-old Greek story and uh it's all told through like a like a New Orleans jazz lens
1: interesting Uh, yeah the
0: music is fantastic the the guy that originated the role of Orpheus he recently just left so Mm -hmm. won't be seeing the person that originally like opened the role but Jordan Fisher uh, he is a guy that works with Disney a lot, and he's okay. curr- he currently is the male vocal on Happily Ever After, which is the best, and current nighttime uh, fireworks show at the Magic Kingdom. Okay. And so he does a lot of their those type of things for for uh, Disney, and so mm-hmm. he uh, he's the lead now. So presumably, I'm going to go see him, which I'm very excited about.
1: That sounds fun. I do – go ahead. You finished what you oh, want to do. Oh, I was going to
0: say, this is my first time seeing a Broadway play on Broadway. You know, Yeah, got, I've never done it. So I'm really excited. So it'll be really fun to experience that. I'm
1: excited Broadway. for you. That sounds like it's going to be fun. I did want to mention Riverdale because I said last week I would talk about the craziness at the end of the show in the what I watched, and then I didn't. But I, I'm almost done with it, and it's funny because, you know, it, it is insane. I, I don't even know that it, it like jumps the shark every week. It is the craziest <laughs> shit, but like, so the last episode, so I watched two episodes today while I was working and one of them, they've gone back in time. Now we're in the final season and they've gone back in time to the fifties. Okay. So And they're in high school and they don't remember, they don't know they went back in time just to lay some groundwork. So we're in a McCarthy era Russian witch hunt. Oh, right now goodness. teachers are getting fired comics are getting banned it's all a bunch of drama and it's bad and girls are trying to own their sexuality and they're not allowed to and and um so this is the episode right so then the next episode starts and it's a senior start of senior year musical
0: oh like, my goodness i gotta start this to show with... i watched the first episode and i gotta i gotta keep <laughs> oh, watching my,
1: wait the, like they First of all, junior year ended. Like I didn't know that was happening. Second yeah. of all, what about the McCarthy era stuff? Like, yeah. is it just fine now? Nobody cares if they're communists. I don't. I, it's so crazy. I was okay. like, how did we switch tones? Yeah. Like the jump is insane. Um They like to sing a lot on that show But this was full out musical Like this That's is full amazing. blown Like they hardly talk or just singing Very upbeat Not about communists And yeah. um yeah So that just paints a little picture of how crazy we, They're back in time There's been angels and demons and the devil And a lot of other stuff Dimensions Jumping yeah, sure. um sure. All kinds of crazy shit goes on in that show so it's not good, but it is um, interesting.
0: <laughs> at some point, at some point, I'm basically just going to sequester myself like a monk that goes to meditate for months uh, to try and like, you know, get my my brain back to center. But yeah. I'm going to like do that on a beach somewhere, kind of like uh, Ben Affleck at the end of the town. Where he's like, I'm going to go live on yeah. a shack on the beach with like an orange yeah. tree. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. Except I'm going to bring every single CW show with me. And I'm going to just try and watch <laughs> all of them. Supernatural. I Riverdale.
1: Know. I want uh, I want reactions of you watching Riverdale because it is just, it is nuts. It's nuts.
0: Uh, yeah, because I got to watch Vampire Diaries too.
1: Oh, well, see, I love Vampire Diaries I and know. the originals. legacy series. I watched all of those. They're not nuts. Like they're about (laughs) vampires, but Riverdale is crazier. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Right. Of course. Of course. You don't know the highs and lows of high school football. I've seen that clip, right? That's that one. Or is that one? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, But I think think that's it for this episode. Uh, Please like, share, comment, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Uh, We appreciate you tuning in and listening to us talk about nonsense for a while. And hopefully it makes your day just a little bit brighter. I know it does mine. Uh, Thank you very much. And you got anything else to say before we get on out of
1: here? I think that's it. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Bye.